Hi friends, so glad you're here with me again today on another episode of Tea with Ange. I'm Angela Renee and we are talking about healing comes at a cost. So I hope you'll stick around and listen to some things that could really help you with your journey in healing. Have you ever prayed for healing in your life? Like physically, spiritually, mentally? And you feel like it's taking forever and you're still waiting and you're still praying? You're still waiting for healing? I know that feeling. For 17 years, people, including myself, prayed for my healing. And we didn't see that manifest in my life for 17 years. I'm 38 years old and for over 20 years I needed spiritual and mental healing. And it's only been like the last two years that I've really seen the manifestation of healing starting in my life. And I, I still have a long way to go, but I've also come a long way. So I know the feeling of waiting and praying and waiting and praying. But on this journey of, of healing, I have learned some things. I have learned that healing, um, it, it comes with more than waiting and praying. I realized that this healing process actually takes work on my part. Um, it, it, it takes more than just God, please. It, it takes more than begging. It takes more than pleading. You might be thinking like, what? What? Healing comes at a cost. No matter what, what the healing is or where the healing is needed, it is not free. It comes at a cost. And if you're wondering what the cost is, it's change. It takes work on our behalf to make healthy, necessary changes in our life. And today we're going to talk about six things, six costs that we must pay to actually see healing begin to manifest in our lives. But before we do that, I want to make sure that you understand that there is an acceptance that you have to really come to. You have to accept that healing, for one, takes time. Sometimes it takes time. That it always takes patience. And that it always requires that you know the truth about the state of your health. Because if we are in denial about the state of our health, then we actually delay our healing. So make sure you know the truth about where you stand in your health. And with that, let's get started on these six quick things. We're gonna run through them as quickly as we can. And um, these are the things that cost to get our health, okay? So the very first one, the very first change that we need to make is changing our thoughts. Now, you know I talk about that a lot, but this is so important. The thoughts we think really have a huge effect on our lives. We hear it all the time about stress really manifesting physically in our bodies. So if you're seeing like stress or physical ailments in your life, take a look at your stress level. Think about what it is that is always on your mind. Are you worried about things? Are you anxious about things? What are the thoughts that are coming in and out of your mind? And which ones are you dwelling on? Because sometimes we can't control the thoughts that are flying in and out, right? But we can control the ones that we choose to dwell on. So changing those thoughts 
is a constant battle, but it's a choice that we make all the time. We feel, we hear that thought come in, we fight it out. If the thought is lifting us up, if the thought is helping us grow, helping us heal, then keep that thought in there. But if it's a thought that needs to be cast out, then get rid of that thought. That's number one, changing the thoughts. Number two is create new boundaries. Okay, so boundaries are the area, is the area around us that keeps us safe. And so we get to choose what comes inside the area that we create. So if we have things inside our boundaries, whether it's environmental, people, or food and drink, and we know it's really not good for us, we need to create new boundaries that puts that thing outside of our boundaries. Okay, so our environment needs to not be toxic. So think about the environment that you live in, that you work in. That, that doesn't mean you go quit your job, but how can you change your environment? How can you fix the, the, the people around you? You can't, right? So what can you do about the people in your life that are toxic? You extend your boundaries so that they're not so close to your inner healing. We gotta push that out so that we can have the healing that we want. So make those boundary changes and keep outside what needs to be outside. Okay, so that's number two, create new boundaries. Number three, so we've got change the thoughts and we've got create new boundaries. Number three and four are both about surrendering. The first would be surrendering situations and the third would be, or the fourth, excuse me, would be surrendering people. This is really about control. We can't control every situation that comes into our life. These are circumstances that we often have no control over. We cannot control people or how they choose to treat us. But what we can do is surrender those things. We can surrender the situations and we can surrender the people. We cannot change those people, but we do not have to accept those people into our close-knit circle. We can surrender them. I believe surrendering them, surrendering them to the feet of Jesus. Because for me, I don't, I don't want to have to carry those things if they're too heavy for me. It reminds me of the passage in Psalm 91.1 that says, Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest. They will find rest in the Almighty. Now, and, and in the shadow of the Almighty. So think about that. Like, if you choose to surrender the circumstances and the people at the feet of Jesus, you get to rest. And don't we all know that healing takes rest? You have to have rest to heal, right? So you can't rest if you're constantly fighting at these things, trying to have control over them, having control over every circumstance, having control over every person. We don't have that kind of power. So we have to choose to surrender these things, accept the good, accept the bad, accept people for who they are, but don't allow people in your life that don't need to be there, that don't lift you up and make you healthier. If it doesn't bring you good health, it doesn't belong in your life, period. Okay, so we've got change thoughts, we've got create new boundaries, we've got surrendering situations, and we have surrendering people. Number five is breaking codependency. This one is a little difficult because we don't always realize that we're actually living in a codependent manner. Codependency is when you are relying in an unhealthy manner, relying or depending on someone or something else for your happiness and for your joy. Or maybe you're blaming all your circumstances and all the people around you for the reasons why you feel a certain way. 
that is when we're usually living in a codependent manner. Or maybe you are in a relationship with someone who is extremely toxic, but you don't leave the relationship because you feel like you need that person or you feel like they need you. That is codependency. And, and that can really keep us in a cycle of unhealthy living. Trust me, I have been there. So I really encourage you to look at the relationships around you, whether it's with a person or a substance or a thing, and ask yourself, am I depending on this more than I'm depending on God? Am I depending on this more than I'm depending on my own ability to take care of this situation? So I, I really, I, I have a sensitivity to codependency and those who struggle with it because I struggled with it for so long. So this is something that takes constant work, um, constant reevaluating, looking at your relationships with everything around you and really asking yourself those questions. So if this is something, this this really takes a whole video on its own, but if this is something you're really struggling with, I would love for you to just reach out to me and let me know so maybe I could like help you a little bit with this, with this process of breaking codependency. Okay, the last one is number six, make new habits. This one is hard because it takes the most time. They say that making a new habit costs anywhere from 21 days to 90 days and you have to consistently do it every single day sometimes multiple times a day before that habit is really solidified so start now so look at your life and ask yourself what habits do i have that are creating good health and what habits do i have that create worse health and work on those things take out the habits that are creating bad health for you and put them outside your boundary area and take those habits that you need to have in your life that you need to have more of or that you need to start and replace those bad habits with those new ones. Because that the goal here is to realize that you have work to do. And some of it means making new habits from scratch. Because maybe your habit is like something you've been doing your whole life and you're comfortable with it. You're gonna have to do a lot of work and have a lot of accountability and maybe even confess it out to a bunch of people to let them know like, hey, I need you all to know that I'm gonna do this so that you have people standing by you. That's that accountability. But whatever it takes to start that new habit and make that new habit, that's what you've gotta do because making new habits is part of your healing process. It's the only way to really bring our health full, our good health full circle. So those are the six costs that will bring us healing actually manifested into our lives. There's a passage that I love in the book of Mark, actually, in chapter five. It's about, um, it's the story of the woman who was bleeding and how she just reached out and touched the robe of Jesus and she was immediately healed from her bleeding. And it was so beautiful how Jesus said to her in verse 34, daughter, your faith has made you well go in peace and he even told her your suffering is over and i just love that because it was her faith that healed her and every single one of these six things that we talked about these six costs every one of them takes an incredible amount of faith to get through in the big scheme of things right but god tells us in his word that it just takes a little tiny bit of faith to move a mountain and this woman's faith was big enough and probably small enough to get her healing. And I just believe that no matter where you are in your level of healing, just that little bit of faith will push you forward in these six costs. 
And I hope today that you feel encouraged that no matter how big your faith is in one area or how small it is in another area, that you can have just a little bit of that faith to push you forward into your healing process. And I, I hope and pray that wherever, whatever it is in your life that needs healing will be covered, will be covered by the blood of Jesus and that you will step into that healing, that you will walk into your healing journey with your head held high, your hands open and ready to receive your healing. Thank you again for being here with me on another episode of Tea with Ange. I hope that this encouraged you and I can't wait to hear from you guys on any social media you can DM me and I look forward to seeing you on Friday. Have a good one. Bye.